Good morning. Welcome to the uh, key scripture passages from the Gospel of John. Uh, today's uh, part will be part one of seven. And I decided to take format things just a little bit differently. I wanted to follow up on our series in uh, titled 21 Days to Knowing Jesus Christ. And so as a follow-up and summary uh, of the Gospel of John or the Book of John, I went through and selected a key scripture verse out of each chapter of the book. Now, that wasn't always easy to select just one passage, but I think it was worthwhile to just go through the exercise because the message conveyed in the Book of John is by far the most important message that there is. It is, without a doubt, the most important message you will ever hear, or anyone will ever hear. So I hope that you'll be inspired by the teachings contained within these passages, and these key passages give you just the basic key concepts to remember about the Gospel of John and its message. So just in an effort to not present an overwhelming amount of information at one time, I thought it'd be good to break up the passages and present just three chapters at a time for review, discussion, and meditation on. So uh, you're listening to the audio version of this uh, review, but uh, there's also a written blog post on it today uh, on the Mars Hill Institute blog. So go there at uh, Mars Hill Institute, uh, themarshillinstitute.com, and check out the uh, blog post for that. But let's go on through chapter one. The key scripture verse that I selected for chapter one is John 1 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And this passage is an introduction to the context and nature of Jesus Christ himself. The phrase, the Word, can be confusing in isolation in just a single passage, but it's explained later in the chapter as to exactly what it means. We're told that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. The writer of the gospel says, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. The fact that the Word was in the beginning tells us that Jesus is not a created being, but is eternal and has been with God from the beginning, or all along, as, as there really is no beginning to eternity. The passage also tells us that the Word was God, confirming the words of Jesus when he said over and over that he was one with the Father. Chapter 2, key passage, John 2.19. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. In John 2.14-16, Jesus drove the money changers and merchants out of the temple, referring to it as my father's house. He told them not to make his father's house a house of merchandise. When he was confronted by the Jews, they asked him essentially by what authority he had done this. And his answer was John 2.19, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. 
This is the very way that he has ultimately demonstrated his authority, proved that he is who he says that he is, and the way that he differentiates himself from all other religious leaders of history. He did what no one else has ever done in all of history. He predicted his own death, burial, and resurrection. He gave up his life voluntarily and then three days later took it up again so that the world might know his true nature. Chapter 3, Key Passage, John 3.3 Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In John 3, 1 through 3, Nicodemus, a Pharisee and member of the Sanhedrin, comes to Jesus and says, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus responds to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, born of above, or spiritually reborn, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Here Jesus makes it clear that a specific action is required in order to enter the kingdom of God. He goes on in John 3.16 to explain specifically what that action is. He says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, referred to in Isaiah 9.6, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So many believe that we're all God's children and will just automatically go to heaven. But this passage clarifies that a belief in Christ is the only way to have eternal life. So thank you for joining us this morning. I plan to continue these key passages for the next uh, few days until we get through all the key passages of the Gospel of John. I hope that you're um, encouraged and inspired by these teachings. And do visit the website for the Mars Hill Institute at themarshillinstitute.com and Join us tomorrow as we continue in this series. So thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you later.